0: Hey everyone, wow, how do you like that intro? It sounds like spiders are crawling up the wall and just closing in on you doesn't it? yeah, it's a new uh sound effect I got here on my anchor app here you know I don't use uh I'm not editing my show professionally. I could and maybe I will in the future I'm just really lazy I don't want to download this the what I record here and then input it into my avid symphony and then jingle you know toy with it and jingle with it and all those things and all that and then and then export it out um yeah anchor does a really good job here if you want to start your own podcast i think you should um get anchor um i do well look, look at me start advertising for anchor ready and then that's before my sponsorship thing comes up here um but anyway this is scriptwriter steve this is barbecue Two movies where apparently we don't talk much about barbecue lately because the politics have been everywhere on the news and it just gets it's my blood boiling more than my meat, more than my meat. I, I, I can't think about barbecue when all this stupidity is going on, right? And um, But I want to talk movies today, though. Uh, you know, Wonder Woman is coming out. Wonder Woman. Oh, my God. You know, I, I liked Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, you know, Del Godot, she's, she's hot. She l- looks the part. I think she plays it better than the original Wonder Woman. You may disagree with me on that. But I think the other Wonder Woman, the original one, she kind of punched like a girl. Gal Gadot, she comes from an Israeli background and can fight and do a right cross, an uppercut, and she throws her hips into every punch like a real boxer. So uh, I like it. I really, really like it. Um, But we'll talk about that. We have to get the politics out of the way. But before we talk about politics, I got to get the advertising out of the way, right? So hold on tight. I got to pay the bills, which isn't much and then i'll get right into the politics cuz we got some news i'll be right back oh there's that sound effect again oh that's creepy that just creeps me out man they got some crazy sound effects on here yeah those are the spiders crawling up on the walls Ugh. all right i hate spiders by the way you know you know in hawaii We have these huge spiders. We call them banana spiders because they crawl up on the banana trees. We have a lot of them here. And they're huge. They're about maybe, uh, I think, about three and a half to four inches in diameter. And they're hairy. They maybe look like little tarantulas on a diet. Now, they don't bite. I don't think they bite you. But, man, they they crawl really fast. And and, uh, sometimes they crawl into your home. And, you know, and I just kill that thing, man. I mean, I don't care. I mean, I know some of you guys may, may, not, may not like me for killing the big spider, but I can't help it. I can't help it. Okay, so let's get to this news here. Got a lot of, a lot of news here. I may piss a lot of you off here because, again, I, I'm going to feed it to you from my perspective. I want to feed you the truth. Or, you know, again, maybe it's my version of the truth, but I always want to be honest with you. I really do. So today, well, it was yesterday, the vaccines came out. we were not vaccines with an S, we'll say a vaccine got approved. This is the one from Pfizer, all right? And um, I want to tell you a lot about this. I know a lot of you out there, Republicans in general, are anti-vax, and um, and that's okay. You can be anti-vax. I'm 100% behind you if you are. Personally, I'm not, okay? And I'll explain you, to you why, and again, you'll probably disagree with me, um, but you know the whole anti-vax movement. From when I take, took a look, and I'm going to again put my screenwriter's hat on. You know, it started from a very intelligent writer's perspective, where and they made very, very intelligent arguments. But they used things were like like arguments were like like I call modus ponens arguments. These are like theories and logic that we learned, uh, where you apply um, uh, one instance. To everything so it's basically group thing so modus ponens means basically if you um if if one if one subject is here if one if one subject is uh, correct then all subjects are like that one subject right so um you know for example um men are pigs stephen is a pig therefore all men are pigs right so so it's one of those things again you know men are pigs stephen is a man then therefore he is a pig so Therefore, we have all vaccines are bad. Pfizer has a vaccine. Therefore, this vaccine must be bad, too. So uh, it's basically groupthink. It's really groupthink. It's not fair. It's not based upon science. And we have to take a look. When when you you want to base things on science, we cannot use logical theorems and say, hey, you know, um, sports cars kill. Stephen bought a sports car, so he's going to kill people. Okay, that's rhetoric that's screenwriting okay that, that's how you create fiction and just because Pfizer comes out with a vaccine and the flu vaccine didn't work and some flu vaccines made you very ill it doesn't mean this will make you very ill because vaccines they are a category of medicine all right so keep with me here i'll give you my, my i'll give you my argu- argument my perspective you may disagree with it but if you do you know keep on going we can still be friends right we you know we're okay so Okay, so start from the top here. I got some notes here I got spread out on my desk. I'm going by notes, by the way. So uh, the Pfizer vaccine, okay, so it's approved. Now, in order for it to be effective, you have to take two doses. So one dose you you would probably take to to boost your immune system and the other dose will be to create the antibodies. But they're finding in one dose, it proved to be 85% effective and the second dose brought you up to 295. So apparently you're, you're producing antibodies in the first dose. Um, and that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So we're that means that when this vaccine starts going out, that we are gonna start, and it's gonna go out to the people who are the they're gonna be probably the most um affected by COVID. We're talking about the elderly, and this is something I'll get into later on. I mean, later on, um right after this. Um, the elderly they don't have an immune system already already. So uh they don't, they don't have a great immune system there's vitamin a deficiencies in there they don't they're not getting enough vitamin d and not enough, not enough vitamin e and and um they and they're the ones who are getting affected most from the this covid it's not the people who are younger like us uh, where we have like a 99.6% chance of um survival truthfully we probably don't need the vaccine we really don't need it need it i mean it's, it's just basically like you know you know, the dessert on the dessert on the side, because by ourselves, the entree, we're pretty damn good. We're, we're pretty good. So, you know, do you have to get it at a young age? Hmm, maybe not. If you're a kid, I don't think you have to get it at all. Not at all. But, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, what they think here. But apparently, they're giving it to elderly um, patients, and they're responding much better than the younger patients because their immune system is not as strong, so there's one thing that we have to really take into consideration here. We're going to start seeing these COVID numbers dropping pretty quickly, I believe, because built into the community itself, there's about a 50 percent immunity uh, rate already infused into the the, um, the into our entire population. The coronavirus, the coronavirus, the coronavirus, right, is a category of a virus. So the common flu, SARS, MERS are also coronaviruses. Now the common, not the common flu, the common code. So the common code, um, apparently if you have the common code, if you're someone who gets like the common code every now and then and very often, you create antibodies and T cell memories and they're finding out that people who get the common code, you know, who deal with people quite often and get the common code, they're finding that they are actually immune or have a T cell response memory where they don't get COVID. And this was very apparent, on ships. Now, the first one was the Diamond Princess ship, and then there were aircraft carriers and battleships all around the United States. And the sailors and the passengers, they got COVID. But it stopped. It peaked at 20%. Once things started going at 19 20% infection rate, all of a sudden, it stopped. It stopped spreading throughout the ship. So then they started saying, well, there must be some type of immune, immune, uh, immunity built into the, the, the population of these areas. And they found a lot of, it may, have be, it may be that these people who have common codes are actually immune to it because they're putting people, there was this one couple, I, I remember, she was a, her husband got coronavirus. She was, put, she was quarantined with her husband and she never got COVID. And then she flew back to America with people, who, and this is when COVID was breaking out back in March, this is on the Diamond Princess. She flew back on, on, this, on this airplane and was infected with COVID people and she never got COVID. And to this day, she never got COVID. She doesn't wear a mask. She just walks around. And they're studying her. And they found out, oh, you know, she gets a common cold quite often. Different common colds, like how some of us do, like for me, I do. And that had built up a T cell response to the coronavirus. Again, this is SARS-CoV-2, right? SARS-CoV-2, what we call COVID-19, that's a coronavirus. Has little spikes on it because they call it corona, like after a king. That's why they call it corona. And um, her antibodies are sticking to there, and right now she has the antibodies to to fight off SARS-CoV-2 without actually getting SARS-CoV-2, okay? And that's happening within a lot of the whole population. In fact, if COVID were to actually spread exponentially within America, it would have already infected everyone already, but it hasn't. It's not spreading as quick as the common flu for some reason even though it's highly infectious, it's not spreading at that rate. Isn't that strange? Like say, for example, you can get it, someone touches the doorknob, you're going to probably get it, but then it'll probably stop somewhere. It stops dead in its tracks. Why does that happen? Because there's um, there's a 50%, they're saying close to 50% immunity rate. Now, what does that mean? So that means to, in, to create this herd immunity, what we want is to, to kill any virus you want to create herd immunity. And how you get there is A, through, through natural ways, through um, you know people getting infected and then recovering, right getting the antibodies that way. And then the other ways through vaccines. But the, the common th- theory is that, well, we're going to need like 80% or 90% of our population vaccinated. Now, that may be true. I may still be wrong on this, right? But they're finding out in a lot of cases, well, it stops at 20% for some reason. So we're only going to actually need 20% of our of our of population vaccinated to really see a significant drop, and we're already there because our infection rate in, in the United States is already very high. And again, people who are getting infected, that's not a death rate. It's not a death sentence. Very few people from the people who are infected are dying. Right? We can treat it better. We know how to treat it. We know how to fight it. If your doctor wants to fight it, that's the big thing. That's the big thing. You know, you, know, you know, your survival rate is, they should put a catch 22 in there because your survival rate is based upon your doctor's treatment and most doctors are not treating them. That's why people, even young people are dying in it. I, I, have, a, I have a case story I'm going to read about, read about in a little while. A bride, 29 years old, healthy, and she died because they didn't treat her COVID. Could you imagine that? okay. So moving on, moving on back to the vaccine. So um, the vaccine we have to understand it's a category of medicine, and the vaccines. Uh, it, now, so Pfizer created a vaccine, and vaccines is a category of medicine, and those these vaccines, vaccines overall they have a very impressive safety track record. Okay, so they've you know taken care of like things like bacterial influenza, all right, measles, mumps, rubella tetanus whooping cough polio hepatitis a and b um meningitis that's a huge one. Oh my god like when i was when i was younger they thought i had meningitis meningitis is serious people this is a bacteria that you know of, can get in your ear and they think you have a headache you don't even know and you could go deaf you could go you know you, you could get you could die from it um there was a one of my uh one of my friends um uh, we call her auntie sweetie and uh she had a, like a like a granddaughter, and she's working at the gas station. And and then she thought she had an ear infection. Well, it was meningitis. Well, she's she's in the hospital now. She's a vegetable from meningitis, which you know easily could be um, vaccinated now. You know, this is these are serious things, and you can, there's viruses everywhere. And um, I I remember I used to hang out with um uh, in the morning time. This is back in the fifth and sixth grade. My father and I would go to McDonald's. And he saw one of his clients there. We all have breakfast together. And he had a son there, Jared, and he was deaf, but he lost his hearing from meningitis. And the, the, the really sad thing is that you don't need, um, it doesn't need to happen anymore. So, so um, you know, back then they, they didn't have the vaccine, but now they do. So, you know, you know do you want to risk getting meningitis or do you want to take the vaccine? And the vaccine... It's safe. It's really, really safe. So I'm going to go to this here. So vaccines, now they go through more rigorous testings than drugs, right? So opioids, now they've caused more deaths than vaccines. Every year, about 15,000 people die in the United States alone from opioids. And prescription drugs, they're responsible for more deaths than illicit drugs, okay? So think about that. Prescription drugs kill more people than illegal drugs. And vaccines, there's only 0. 0.4 cases, not deaths, 0. 0.4 cases per 100,000 doses. Kids, millions of vac- or kids are getting vaccinated per day. Out of all of those, you're getting 0. 0.4 cases. Now, definitely some vaccines are better than others, and they, some of them cause really bad immune responses. Um, and some kids do have bad ones where they get high temperatures and everything like that, Right. But again, there's only 0. 0.4 cases and even, and there's this fake, it's really, I hate to say fake news and steal that line here, but there's this, there's this theory that vaccines cause autism. Now, even the Autism Society came out against that claim and said, hey, it doesn't cause autism, stop spreading this because it doesn't, get your kids vaccinated. The Autism Society of America came out against this theory that vaccines cause autism. And I talked to so many scientists who worked on this. And a lot of doctors, they said, there's no theory. I looked at the science myself. I said, there's no correlation between it. They're, they're still not sure what causes, causes autism. It's a bad thing, but it's not being caused by by, by uh, vaccines. All right? And if you say they're causing by being caused by vaccines, which vaccine? They can't tell you that. Which vaccine? Because again... Vaccine is a category. If one of them are causing autism, let's get to the bottom of it. But they can't label which one it is. Which one is it? You don't know. You just heard that it does. You just heard, you watched the YouTube video. You just, you say, oh, vaccines. Okay, well, cars cause accidents. Which type of car? Sports car? Which model? Exactly, right? So we have to be very careful when we get into this type of thing to start using rhetoric in place of science. And uh, and we still have to double-check science, because science sometimes uses rhetoric, okay? So, from 1980 to 1989, they studied this very, very carefully. And out of the millions and millions of people who were vaccinated in the United States, only two patients they could find who actually died from a vaccine. Two. Two. That is it. Now, you may say, oh, well, these lawyers, they went to there, and they proved in a court of law that vaccines are dangerous. No that that's not true. When you when you go to a court of law, a jury just assigns you just have to convince a jury of something, all right? You know, the jury they award, you know, people like they they award plaintiffs money for things that they're not that the defendants are not guilty of. That's not a jury does not <laughs> does not determine science. That does not call say oh, but just because you lost this doesn't mean you're guilty. Or, or the science is this way. That's not how you prove science. You know, science is is a proven through the scientific method. You know, we take things to a controlled group and we go through the forensic data and, and, and then we analyze it, we come to a conclusion and then we try to replicate that over and over again. You don't come to a conclusion by fighting things in court. You don't, you don't prove climate change by fighting in court. You don't prove... You don't prove vaccines don't work by fighting it in court. That's what lawyers do. That's how lawyers transfer wealth and get rich, right? You know, I mean, I tell you what. All these companies get sued. I, I have what do you call it? Like, I've had, I, I've had clients try to sue me. I own a wedding company. They try to sue me for cer- certain things like emotional distress because you know their their uh, their husband didn't really care for care for things were done and they broke up and they try to say, oh, we're gonna sue, we're gonna sue Steve Young. You know, and you know what it was a totally frivolous things, but they try to sue and, and i mean, not what do you call it Nothing was wrong, but they still bring the suit So courts again, they don't they do not <laughs> They don't justify right or wrong moral moral they're not the moral justification way of scale all right? and they're not they really have nothing to do with science. So don't think that way really don't think that way now Vaccines right now, they're saying operation warp speed. It went from like re- really, really quick. It went through phase one, phase two, phase three. And now we're on emergency um, use order to get it out right away. And get this. It, it, uh, I've heard some other news out there on YouTube. Oh, they only tested a few people and two people went, two people got, um, got very sick. No, they test. There is 43,000 participants enrolled in this study alone. In this Pfizer study, forty-three thousand—that's way more than other drug, um, way more than other drugs out there, statins, opioids, and all those other things—they don't go through this. What President Trump did with Operation Warp Speed is that he cut the red tape, he cut the red tape, he, and the and, uh, and all that bureaucratic BS. And that's why they were able to fast forward through phase up into phase three. That's the reason why. All right. So they didn't cut any corners through safety. They still made sure they went through all their phase one, phase two, phase three clinical trials. You know, they still got it and made sure it worked. And guess what it did? So here are the things here, okay? 3.8% of the 43,000, they experience fatigue. 2% of the 43,000 experience a headache after the second dose. Older adults reported to have milder events than the younger people, and that's probably because their immune systems are not as strong. <clears throat> and then um, they found out that there's a 95% effective rate after only 25, uh, 28 days after the first dose. Now, of the people, there were 170 cases that came down with COVID in the placebo group. So 170 cases out of the 43,000, okay? They got COVID, but they were in the placebo group. Now, while there's only eight people who came down with COVID out of the 43,000 in the vaccine group. So again, the vaccine didn't work for everyone. Now you're asking, well, then that's not great because, oh, it should be 100% effective. But no, that's not how vaccines work. It won't work for everyone because what will happen is that, how vaccines work is that, is that it, it creates an immune immune response. You're putting in, you're tricking your body into thinking you have COVID and it's up to your immune system to create the antibodies, the strong enough antibodies to, to, um, to fight off COVID. So the question is that will these antibodies that your body creates, will they be strong enough or will your body create antibodies at all? Okay. So, um, that's the question. And this is the this is the truth for like any type of vaccine out there, whether it's live or 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 um, or this right here, which is a different type of mRNA, but um, I guess vaccine they're calling it. But it, this is how it works, and that's why you, some people get sick because your body is going through an immune response, especially when it's like live a live virus they're putting into there, like a modified live virus, um, some flu virus virus vaccines. They, they kick your ass because like, you know, you're putting the flu into yourself and it's going to give you the flu and, and, um, and you're going to have all the symptoms of it for like about a day or so, maybe even a week. You're going to get sick. And um, that's why I don't like the live virus ones. Again, all vaccines are not the same. And on top of that, the flu, the flu vaccine doesn't work because by the time it comes out, again, it's held up. When it, by the time it comes out, it's like three, four years old and the flu has already mutated. So it's useless, completely useless, all right? And that's why this vaccine had to be fast-tracked because they wanted to get it out before, before the coronavirus would mutate because the, um, the coronavirus may mutate, um, hopefully into a weaker version, but it's going to mutate into um, because it's the RNA virus. And right now it is mutating, but luckily, luckily those spikes are not mutating and that's what's the most important thing, okay? Now... Um, out of the um, nine severe, there's nine severe cases out of here, and eight were in the placebo group. Now placebo, they're just getting salt water or something like that, and sure. one they were in the vaccine group. Now they didn't say uh, how severe these, uh, how severe they were. Um, they didn't go into the age or the or the profile of these people here, but there again, one person in the vaccine group did have a severe case of COVID, and eight had a severe case of COVID in the placebo group. Now, in this study, six people did die. Oh, that's bad news, right? Six people died. I saw this. People were sharing it on Facebook. Six people died from the from the vaccine and they're thinking they're they're like going nuts. Well, let's take this in context. Four okay so so four were given a placebo. So four people who died, they were given They were given the placebo. Only two of them who died were given the vaccine. And right now, with the 43,000 and the age, they're saying the age of this person who died, that statistically, it falls in line with the death rate of the general population. So again, and they can't find any correlation to why they would die from it. So they just died. They happened to take the vaccine and they had passed away, but they didn't die from it. There were no ailments. They weren't having shortness of breath or or anything like that. They just passed away, and the four that were given the safe place- placebo again, <laughs> it's not it's not because of the virus. It's not because of the vaccine because it's a placebo. So again, more people died, twice as many people died having the placebo than people with the vaccine. This is like it happens when you have a study, all right. So we got to take that into context. And I also saw another another um. um a picture that was shared that this person had, uh, this one woman, uh, she was enrolled in this study of, for Pfizer, and then she had like was a flesh-eating bacteria on her heel. And uh, people were saying, look, at the virus, the, the vaccine was causing this. Therefore, and then they're saying, this is it. This is it. It's dangerous. It's going to cause a flesh-eating bacteria on your foot. Well, well, guess what? It comes out to be that she was in the placebo group, so she didn't get the vaccine. Not at all. Now there are there are four other people who got part of their mouth got paralyzed temporarily. I forgot what the name of that, that um that, that symptom is. I forgot what it is, but my I know that very well because uh two friends of mine actually got that um and were half of their face it looked as though they were, it was um like they got a stroke. Um and uh but and there are two girls who got it, two very pretty girls who got it. And they were really depressed about it, but it went away after a week. And it the same thing that happened with this. And they said in that group of 43,000, it st- statistically falls into the line where you're going to get people who probably get that. They couldn't find any causation, correlation with the vaccine to that. Because if the vaccine were causing that, then it would happen to basically almost all the participants who actually were enrolled. And that's half of the 43,000 participants. So again, 43,000, basically half got the placebo and half got the real stuff. And um, by the way, I I wanted to enroll in this, but I wanted the real thing. I I, I didn't want the placebo. I didn't want no like salt water, like being injected into me. So now here's the thing. Is it safe? It looks safe. It really looks safe on paper. Will I be getting it? I'm probably going to get it. My parents are probably going to get it. I have a lot of family members who have said they're going to get it. You know, we're all Republicans. I'm not saying for you to get it, but I'm just telling you, these are the facts. Right now, you don't have to get it. You can rely and say, Hey, we're anti vaxxers, and that's fine. But even if you're anti vaxxers, you know, um, this will help definitely help get rid of the coronavirus and get everything on their way and get us back to normal. Because right now, again, half of the people are going to get it, and that's we only need 20%, we probably need less than 20% for this to go away, and that's basically it. So we're gonna be—we have turned the corner, like what Donald Trump had said. We're turning the corner. This right here, even though COVID cases are rising, rising, deaths are not as bad as exponentially as bad before. It's not—it's not as bad as it was back in early March of um of 2020. Not even close. Not even close. All right. So moving on, moving on. There was um, this is sad. Uh, a 29-year-old um, she died of COVID. Five days after she was supposed to be married. So she got sick before she was gonna get married. She was in the hospital on the day she was gonna get married, twenty-nine years old, and she died five days after she was her, her marriage date. I'm in the wedding industry, you know. I, I keep saying I'm script writer, Steve, yes, I'm a professional writer, you know, I'm working on entertainment projects and all that. But weddings is where I, I like to make my living at because it's easy money and I like it a lot better than the entertainment industry. So her name is Stephanie Lynn Smith. She died November 18th, less than a week after she and her fiancé had planned to get married in the same place where he had proposed to her a year earlier. Man, this is sad. Um, The fiancé said she first began feeling sick on November 3rd, and within days, food began tasting strange, though she did not lose her sense of smell or taste. And thinking she may, may have... Thinking she might have the, sh- uh, the shingles, Smith headed to the doctor and was given medication. Now that's interesting. Why would she think she had the shingles? I mean, she must have had the shingles before. I've had the shingles before. It's like this little rash that happens on half of your body. So, was she getting a rash on half of her body, like, like on your stomach? It happens. It's weird. It only happens on, for me, it happened on the right hand side of, it, of my body, of my stomach. And um, it didn't really hurt, but it was like a rash that didn't go away. And it was triggered by my um you only can get shingles if you got chicken pox, by the way. And um it was it was triggered by me holding my guinea pig up on next to my stomach. And, and um so I'm, she was she so she thought she had shingles, that's kinda weird. So she headed to the doctor and then she was given medication for her, her quote unquote shingles. Now when that didn't work, she was hospitalized, but then sent home after re- she received a diagnosis of both COVID and pneumonia. So that's that's weird. So they said, okay, you have COVID and pneumonia. It's okay for you to go home. But they didn't treat her. They did not treat her at all. The, and this is where I'm saying, the, the type of care that you receive is very important. She went to the doctor. She didn't get remdesivir. She didn't get Regeneron. She didn't get hydroxychloroquine or azithromycin or zinc. She didn't even get quercetin. She didn't, the doctor didn't even say, hey, you know what? It's over-the-counter medicine. Quercetin may work for you. Nothing. She got nothing of it. She just said, "Go home." And you know what? A lot, I met a lot of people here in Hawaii. The doctors, when they get, did they get COVID? The doctors said, "Go home." I had, um, I have um, my my friend. My friend's father is a pastor, really, really good pastor. He came down with COVID because at the church they had a they had a, um, a super spreader event at his church. So here he is. He got COVID. His wife has COVID. Um, the wife goes on quercetin, zinc, you know, through my advice. The doctor didn't do anything for them. They sent him home and said, good luck, right? And they, they called me. I'm not a doctor, but they said, okay, Steve, Steve, what can we do? I said, put yourself on quercetin. So that happens. Three days later, the wife is okay. But the pastor, he is stabilized, but he's still going down. He's having a hard time breathing, very, very fatigued. His um, sister-in-law ends up getting COVID as well. Now, her doctor is very proactive and says, you're going to go on hydroxychloroquine and you're going to go on azithromycin and zinc and vitamin E and blah, blah, blah. Puts her on there. Three days later, she's fine. Now, my my my, my, my pastor friend, he says he changed his doctor. He says, he says I want to go to that doctor because he's not feeling good. His other original doctor doesn't want to give him anything. Nothing, 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 nothing. Okay? So so he goes to this other doctor. He changes doctor, goes to this other um, doctor. He gets the hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin E, and all that. Three days later, he's fine. Three days later, he's fine. Amazing. This is stuff that's not supposed to work because it's Trump science. So again, this girl here, she died with no treatment. This girl died like, you know, you know, getting, like just saying, go home. This is like, you know, I mean, again, she died of COVID, it's sad, okay? It may have been her thing, but then the doctors did nothing. That's the tragedy here. That's the story that should be told right here. Doctors are not being doctors. They're being, you know, political hacks. You know, you don't like Trump, and that's why they're not going to treat you. They're not going to treat you with hydroxychloroquine or remdesivir or Regeneron because that's what he got. You don't give her Regeneron, it's free. It's Synthetic antibodies, it works. Trump was so old. Rudy Giuliani got it. He's okay right now. Um, ben Carson got it. He's okay now. You're older than this girl. Yeah, I, can't, I can't, it gets me pissed off. It doesn't get you pissed off. So again, three days later, she was moved into intensive care and died the next day. So she deteriorated so quickly. Her mom told the outlet that Smith, Smith's um, death certificate lists COVID-19 as her cause of death. So even then, we're not, we're not even sure if she actually died from that. Um, bravo for... for um, People Magazine reporting the truth there because, again, they're saying she died with COVID. Did she die it from COVID? And they list it as her cause of death, but there still needs to be investigation on that. You know, you know hospitals, they're, they're putting cause of death on here because they get more money from the federal government. And, you know, they're getting bailouts too because, you know, if they, if they list the cause of death as COVID, they get money. So it's unclear if Smith suffered from any pre-existing medical conditions prior to, prior to contracting the virus. Um, people ages 65 and older are at higher risk of severe illnesses from coronavirus, as are people with underlying medical conditions, including heart conditions, obesity, diabetes, liver disease, and chronic kidney disease, according to the CDC. So I said bravo for people for bravo like, to People magazine for reporting basically the full truth on it, all right? A lot of times these magazines, they know, they're... Uh, they don't report the whole truth and nothing but the truth. All right, moving on, guys. Okay, my blood's boiling. How about yours? Thirty-two minutes in. Hold on, I gotta take a sip of that soda. I gotta cool myself off. All right. Time magazine—they figured out who their 2020 Person of the Year is. And guess what? It's two people. I thought person is one. Isn't person? It's not 2020. Persons of the Year. It's person. I don't even think there's a word called persons. It would be people, right? Well, apparently it's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. What the hell did they do? What has Joe Biden accomplished in 2020? What has Kamala Harris accomplished in 2020? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I mean, all they did was run against President Trump and they possibly may have won. That's it. So, so get this. Here's what they wrote. Quote, for changing the American story, for showing that the forces of empathy are greater than the forces of division, for sharing a vision of healing in a grieving world, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are Time's 2020 Person of the Year. So two so two people equals one. I don't get that. Does one operate the brain? I maybe. Joe Biden doesn't seem to have a brain. So this is Times Editor-in-Chief Edward Folestenthal. I can't even say his name. The guy has a name that I can't even read. Jeez. All right. So let's see here. Showing the forces of empathy are greater than the, fu- the furies of division. Division. Last I checked, it wasn't people like Trump burning down our cities. Wasn't that Black Lives Matter? The whole Charlottesville thing was made up, a quote taken out of context to fan the flames of that Trump was racism, that he was a racist when he actually wasn't. So it's all fake, all 100% fake for sharing a vision of healing. Healing, this country was not broken. We have the lowest, before COVID, lowest unemployment, housing up for everyone. Peace in the Middle East. No no peace. We had peace with North Korea. We had peace in the Middle East without war. We just had, Israel just signed another peace deal with Morocco today. Another one. There's three peace deals. Three peace deals that Donald Trump put together. How do you like that? NAFTA renegotiated, right? The stock market's up, right? You know, and even now, when when COVID hit, he, he he got all of the all of the companies together to create to create multiple different tests, private tests. We weren't ready. We weren't ready for this. The, America was not ready for COVID. But then we got the hospitals. Remember, remember, there was a shortage shortage on ventilators, but there wasn't any. There was no shortage on ventilators. And then we found out later, we don't need ventilators. And then ICU beds, all those, he had the ship that went over there to California, over there to New York. They never used it because it was never that bad. All those hospitals that were created in New York, erected in a very short amount of time and within days, never used because COVID wasn't as bad as they thought it would be, right? And uh, And he was giving these press conferences out there. They were great. They were on their way. And all of a sudden the media says, we're losing, we're losing. And they changed the narrative. Right, they changed it all, and now we have a third wave here in America. But the third wave is happening everywhere in the world, even Japan and South Korea, where they wear masks. Exactly where they wear masks. All right. Oh, but what's different about South Korea? Oh, they use hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin to treat them. Again, this thing is on call. Some people have it in their house. So when the doctor when they, when somebody comes in with a diagnosis, they just pop the pill right away and they're fine. All right. So what did Joe Biden and Kamala Harris did? Oh, they defeated, they defeated a so a quote unquote great Satan who's not Satan. He's more like a savior. And here, here they are, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Joe Biden is more than likely a criminal in charge of the Biden criminal family. And that's not no conspiracy. There's more than circumstantial evidence on that. Hunter Biden is actually getting investigated by the FBI. There was that guy, Tony Bobolinsky, who said, hey, Joe Biden, he was, he was there putting deals together and they, they hired him to work with China. Biden was in charge of all of that. He was using the, vice, the office of the vice president to enrich his own family. That's what, that's what they were scared that Donald Trump would do with all of his kids, but he didn't. You know, the left, they hate... They painted this character, this evil character, you know, that, that Donald Trump would be this great Satan, this great antagonist. But you know what? The character wasn't Trump. It was Joe Biden doing all of that stuff. And Kamala Harris, by the way, if you don't remember, she is also listed on those emails for with Hunter Biden. So she's part of it. She is part of it. She is part of this Chinese corruption. And then we find out, now fast, we're going to backtrack a little Remember Senator Feinstein? They found out her 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 driver for 20 years was a Chinese spy. For 20 years. A, a, a Chinese spy. Diane Feinstein over there in California. And now we find out that that Falwell, Eric Falwell, was Swalwell? What was his name? Swalwell? I think Swalwell. Something like that, right? They kind of like kind of goofy looking guy with a side comb over there in California. Well, he was having an affair. With the Chinese spy, and it's a good-looking Chinese girl called Fang Fang. Rush Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh calls her Bang Bang, but yeah, so they're the ones. Have, they're the ones conspiring with China, with Chinese. It's like something out of out of out of um out of Double O Seven. A good-looking spy sleeping with a senator. Oh my God, you know. I tell you what, (laughs) self-projection is a bitch. It really is a bitch because every single thing that the Democrats have accused President Trump of doing, colluding with the Russians, you know, quid pro quo with Ukrainians, right? You know, making back deals with China and foreign companies, right? And using the Oval Office to enrich themselves, the Democrats did every single thing. And even right now, they accused, remember, they accused Michael Flynn. They tried to put him in prison for, for, the, for, for violating the Logan Act, for trying to talk with foreign nationals and making deals with foreign nationals before they were actually elected into office or actually had that, had that um, appointed into office. Well, Joe Biden, is not, he is not the president-elect yet, and he's trying to negotiate deals on behalf of the United States. He's not even going to be president, maybe. How do you like that? That is in violation of the Logan Act. He should go to jail for that. They tried to put Michael Flynn for jail, to jail for that. I can't believe this. This is, the, this, is, this is where we are right now in this world here. Journalists have gone full stupid. They've throttled past intelligent, right, and gone full stupid. Or they're damn blind loyalists. Who would do anything because they hate Trump so much and they do anything for the Democrat Party, including lying to you, including sacrificing grammar. Because apparently person means two people now. So Joe Biden and Kamala Harris equals one, one plus one equals one. Huh. I don't get that. Now what did Kamala Harris do? She she really didn't do anything. You know, you know, she actually slept her way to the top. No, that's not. That's not even. That's not even a conspiracy theory. The guy who she slept with—I forgot his name and all that—he admitted to it. He admitted to it. You no, know, he was like—I think—twenty years her her senior, and you know, she was up there. She was she was willing willing to do it. You know, Kamala Harris looked pretty hot back then, right? All right, you know, hot looking black woman. Yeah, she got it busy for like you know to go up to, to climb the ladder of success. Oh, so hey, you know what? You know, all the power to her, right? All the parts where she's going to be a role model for younger children, a younger female. And she feels the pressure, she said, of being a good role model to females, younger females, because they're looking up to her. She's such a little fake person. Same thing with Hillary Clinton. She's just so, so fake. All right, people. That is it. It's 41 minutes. Jeez, talking 41 minutes. Jeez, okay. All right, it's 41 minutes. Um, You know what? We're going to talk movies tomorrow it's too long, right, it's way too long, you, you gotta do something, it's Friday night, man, you can't be listening to me, um, and there's no movies, by the way, out there, we're gonna talk about Wonder Woman, I mean, it'll be screenwriting Saturdays tomorrow, I'm gonna talk a little bit about movie making and all that, so I'm sure you wanna know what the insights what a, what a, you know, former screenwriter thinks of all this kind of things, oh, what, is it former, like, I'm getting, getting back into it, actually, um, but I can't talk about that, um, but, uh, yeah, like, um, this is it, this is it, so it's, Man, I I'm I'm heated. I'm like sweating here. Like uh I am pissed. But uh that's the news for today. Oh, wait, before I go, good news. I gotta end this on good news. Um, it looks like those that, that case that that um, Texas filed in the Supreme against those four states. That's gaining some steam, man. That is gaining some steam. Uh whew. Trump is gonna he's he's trying to get his name onto that lawsuit. Because he wants his lawyers on there, Um, other states, other red states, they're all they're all joining in on here, and legislature, the House of Reps. I think there's 102 House of Representatives Republicans who are joining in on this lawsuit. This is good stuff. So we're getting united all in one area, and the, the Supreme Court. They're gonna again, it's Republican, it's conservative, you know. But we have a constitutional. We have a constitutional argument. This is it, because those states—Michigan, Pennsylvania, right? Uh, they, the, Georgia, Nevada, Arizona—all the swing states—all right up there. They they violated the, the state constitution, and it's right there. They, they they made they made it. And these are from Joe Biden's lawyers that are supposed to make sure election fraud doesn't happen. They relaxed laws, and rewrote laws in the name of Joe Biden so that mail-in ballots could be voted. It's no signature verification, no voter ID verification, and and be, for them to be counted after, after the election, and then for them to drag that out for about a week or so so they can find the mail-in ballots they needed to flip the election. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. So, uh, you know, this is, and, and you know what? There's a lot of evidence. Don't. Don't let the mainstream media fool you. They're lying to you. They don't even know what a person is. And they're telling you there's there's no evidence. They think two people are a person and now they're telling you there's no evidence. How, how can they have the right to tell you there's no evidence when they can't even know what a person is? They think a person is two people. Give me a break. All right. All right, people. I am out of here. You have a nice weekend. Um, tomorrow, Saturday is going to be screenwriting Saturdays. It's all going to be about about storytelling. We're going to get into um, uh, the type two and type three Enneagram types. You can stick around and listen to it. Very interesting because you can learn more about personality behaviors, but we're not going to talk politics tomorrow. All right. We're going to talk movies. We're going to talk how to write them. All right. And uh, that's about all for now. Talk to you later. Bye.